to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Peaches. And I'm Czar. All right, so today we've got a little bit more of an Enigma segment. And here's why. This was one of the first segments I created ever. And I've kept it in the segments list for such a long time. But I've never wanted to use it because I, I felt like it was a little rough. And today we brought it up and we're going to kind of see what happens. We dusted this bitch. Oh, it's dusty. <laughs> Had to blow the dust off and everything. Just blow it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Today we are doing Blind Date Video Game Edition. Ooh, let's get romantic, boys. Let's get romantic, boys. We're trying to fall in love today. I haven't been in love in a while, so this is going to be tough. All right, let's get... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing is around me but death and despair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's get going. No, let's get really sad first, so that way it's easier for us to fall in love, right? Yeah. I'm an emo kid. <laughs> Shut up, you're the only one here who's married. <laughs> yeah, you jerk. God, just let us be lonely in peace while well, I have a girlfriend. Let Pete just be lonely in peace. Yeah, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Peaches alone. <laughs> The whole time, the whole time we're doing this segment, I'm going to have like that cheesy 1970s, like love matching show music in my head. You know, what I'm talking about those shitty. Oh, 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 oh I, know I know what you're, what you're talking, about. talking about. Oh, I've watched the game show network. We uh, <laughs> go back in time. Let's uh, let's do like some uh, like what is it? MTV singled out with Chris Hardwick. <laughs> I was more of a I was more of a next fan. <laughs> do you remember next? I, I've seen stuff. I, I think I know about Next because of a video from Nakey Jakey where he talks about dating shows. That is old ass MTV. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about how we play Blind Date Video Game Edition. In this segment, two hosts will have the opportunity to pick a game for the other host to play. It will start off with the host that will have a game chosen for them, talking about some of their favorite games and their favorite game genre. They may even go on to explain game genres that they play less often. The point is to pick a game for the host to play that they would never normally pick for themselves. Eventually, the hosts will talk about the game and if they enjoyed it and how it either met their expectations or surprised them. So basically, are we going to keep dating this game or are we going to dump its ass? Or are we going to dump it? <laughs> like a dump truck. <laughs> like Big Chunkus. Like Big Chunk. God damn it. That's right. We're back on the Big Chunkus train. We haven't even made it. Five minutes. I thought the I thought the ground rules were we were gonna just it was moderate amount of big chungus, not immediate big chungus right after one chungus. I can't get him out of my head. It's we haven't made it five minutes into this episode. Big chungus I, is already available. I can't get him out of my head. <laughs> Maybe those execs were right. Maybe the meme isn't dead yet. I've already pre-ordered the mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> 
my friend, you just wasted money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so on top of those parameters for how we play this, there's a couple other side rules just to make it fair for each other. Okay, for one, if you own a physical copy of the game that you're making the other person play, you gotta let them borrow it. And if nobody has a physical copy of the game, it can't cost more than $20 to purchase. Is that fair? Yeah, because Zar broke. Zar is broke. JP's broke, too. JP just bought a PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) JP did just buy a PlayStation, but that was mostly money from Santa Claus because I was a very good boy last year. Santa always looking out for the homies. The ho, ho, ho homies. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) God damn it. Okay. So a $20 limit on the game if nobody owns a real copy of this game. But on top of that, we're all busy men here. The game that you pick cannot have a normal playtime that exceeds 30 hours. That'll give you plenty of time to try the game and come back here in a few weeks where we can actually talk about the games that we played. Is that fair? I accept your terms. You accept my terms. So no Skyrims or Octopath Travelers. Wait, Octopath Traveler? (laughs) (laughs) Move over, Octopath Traveler. Big Chunkus is my new favorite exclusive. (laughs) All right. So I think we've got the rules. I think we know what we're doing. Um, I'll go first to kind of lead us off. Oh, whoa, 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 JP. Should we mention one more ground rule that we each have that it's a 15 minute max. So we can't just sit here and Uh, be arguing about games for like half an hour. Yes. And the reason why we're doing that is because if we don't set a time limit, we could literally be here all night. Exactly. Just fighting with each other about these fucking games. All right, let's get the show on the road. I am up first for round one. Round one. All right. So kind of like we talked about, I'm going to start by talking about my favorite games, things that I like to play, things that I even like to avoid. We'll see how it goes. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, JP. Oh, I feel like I'm in the chair behind the curtain on the dating show. Like, you are in the chair behind the curtain. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You want me to talk about little old me? I'm a simple man, really. What I like is a good story. All right. Like, you you guys have heard me talk about it so many times through the games that I usually play and the shit that I like to play on these consoles. It's like, I'm incredibly story-driven when it comes to my games, to the point where, like, a lot of time, a lot of the time, I'll play games that doesn't have a lot of gameplay to it because I want the story. The greatest example of that is, for example, like, Night in the Woods is one of my favorite games ever because I absolutely adore the characters. And I really adore, adore the story to the game, but there's just there's no gameplay and I'm perfectly OK with it being a walking simulator because I love the story that much. And to me, it's like gameplay can kind of take a little bit of a backseat as long as that story is there. That's just honestly how I feel. Now, that's not to say that, like, it has to have an engaging story, because obviously I've picked up other games in the past that don't have that aspect to it. For example, like Animal Crossing New Horizons. I have sunk 167 hours into Animal Crossing New Horizons. There is not an ounce of story in that game unless you include all the ways that Tom Nook spends trying to screw you, which we probably could, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Taxes. I think something that you guys have probably noticed a lot from the way I talk about games is I do not do online multiplayer. At all. It's just something that I don't really get into. Like, I don't buy a lot of Call of Duties. Um, if there's a game that has a decent multiplayer, I'm usually going to play the story before I even think about a multiplayer, if I play it at all. 
And uh, I don't know. That's just kind of the way it goes for me. And on the other hand, I do like a good adventure game, too, where like, you know, maybe I'll, I don't know, give up a little bit of the story for a little bit, a little bit of how the game looks like, for example, Luigi's Mansion 3 obviously doesn't have a very great story either, but that's one of my favorite. That's like top three Switch titles because it's beautiful and because the gameplay actually kind of made up for a little lack of the story for me. I had an absolute blast playing that game. I think it's also important to mention the proportion of how much I use, like, all my gaming equipment, because right now I've got the PlayStation 5, I've got the Nintendo Switch, and I've got my gaming PC. If I were to make a percentage on how much I'm using each of those, let's say currently, my PlayStation is probably at about 55%. Um, the Nintendo Switch is probably at, like, another 25%, and my PC is probably the lowest right now at 20%. Like, at the moment, I'm just not playing a lot of PC games, because I've just got my PlayStation 5 that I'm still goofing around with, but everyone, like, the big thing for me is, like, right now I've been coming back to Hades, right? And I love Hades because it's an example of a game that has that story and that gameplay, and I don't know, I feel like you guys really know enough about what I like to play to find out things that I usually avoid. My number one game game genre, my game type that I tend to avoid is I hate MMORPGs. Hate them. I hate the feeling of grinding for very little give back, like the games that Zack loves to play. I hate World of Warcraft. I hated Guild. Because you, I just feel like there's so little reward for the grinding that you do. And like, yeah, there's a story, but you gotta do all that bullshit to get to any of it. And most of the time, it's not even that satisfying when you finally do get to the story. All right. All right. So what I'm picking up on is you like story. The gameplay itself is optional. You can go either platforming or, you know, walking sim. You you really hate multiplayer. Is, is that is that about a good summation? Can I ask a question about the multiplayer bit real quick? Oh, you can ask any question you want. We're trying to find him a perfect match. Come on now. We have to ask questions. Let's put it like this, Zor. If I had to make a, a top three, story, artwork, and characters. Those are the things I care about most when I play a video game. Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. I got you, I got you. Sounds like Mass Effect to me. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just totally memeing, but I do still want to ask you a question about multiplayer if there is a time to squeeze it in. Yeah, what's the question? We got plenty of time. Is it competitive multiplayer that you're not into? Or, like, what if it was, like, cooperative ah. multiplayer where you're working with people, you're not playing against an enemy, active enemy? Wait, what are you suggesting, Peach? Is uh, a menage a trois here? Are we doing this three-way? <laughs> I, I, I have an idea brewing in my head that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll reveal to you guys later, if depending on how JP answers this. I've got an open mind. <laughs> I'll try anything once. <laughs> Honest to God, that's a brilliant question. When it's like cooperative multiplayer, I love Minecraft. I really do. I, In fact, that's one of the games I've been playing with some of my buddies is Minecraft. I do like Minecraft. I tend to avoid like competitive multiplayer. Like, you know, you think of your CODs, your Fortnites. The only exception to that rule is every once in a while, I will go back to Overwatch because I do like Overwatch, but not often. It's like I get on Overwatch, play like three games, and I'm like, well, I've had three months worth of fill. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also Rocket League is the exception to that rule, right? Okay, yeah, I'll make that exception for Rocket League too. Cases where it's like not a standard competitive multiplayer, I guess. Like, you know, your shitty I've got a gun and I'm going to shoot you doesn't really do it for me anymore. I like more creativity in my 
competitive multiplayers, which is why I do like Rocket League. And I know Overwatch technically falls in that category a little bit too, but eh. All right, with that being said, I've used up about five of my minutes to talk about me, so use the rest of the time to debate. Let's see what you got. Find me a perfect match. I've got two ideas. One of my ideas is Slime Rancher on Steam. Ooh. I've heard of that game. 1999. Ooh, you've never played Slime Rancher? I'm really surprised about that because Markiplier played the shit out of it. And idea number two is Risk of Rain 2. What's that? I feel like I've heard of it. Uh, Risk of Rain 2, I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. It's a, uh, it's, I don't want to call it a survival game necessarily, but it's a game where, you know, you can go in solo or you can go in by yourself and you, it's kind of like a fun version of Nazi Zombies where like, there's just so much more movement around the map. There's so much more like fun ways to interact with the game. And like you get these items that power up your character. So like you'll get an item that like, you know, increases your move speed and you can increase your move speed to absolutely insane levels if you stack the item enough. Or you can get like an item that like gives you better crit chance or you give an item that like it will randomly shoot a rocket at whatever the like AI enemy that you're shooting at is. Or you can get an item that gives you an extra jump. Or you can give an like item fun. that like puts a quail on your head and it makes you jump forward a little bit. Uh, there's an item called the ukulele that shocks your enemies and like it's there's just so much interaction between items I like ukuleles yeah and so like there's just so much interaction between items it's like it really is it's a fun Nazi zombies that like you have so much more freedom of movement and there's like a flow of combat it like it reminds me of like Ari's like or Ari Ori and the blind forest kind of like movement when you get up to a certain point in the game and like you know, just like a lot more fun, like wave survival combat. And there is a bit of a story to it, but it doesn't really matter to what you're trying to do. And it has enough of a challenge that, you know, you're not going to be bored. Okay, that does sound interesting. And also it's cooperative up to four players or three players. I can't remember. So I have one suggestion, only one item that I do believe JP should play. And... JP, as a bonus, I know you haven't been playing the PC a lot lately, buddy, but I I know that heart is still there. And so I I think on Steam, you can get this for five dollars, right? Right. You had me at five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the cat lady. What? The cat lady. What and the I pulled hell? up the description here. You might actually be surprised about this. The Cat Lady follows the story of Susan Ashworth, a 40-year-old woman who has gone through a tough time. She has no family, no friends. Her only companions are stray cats. I would never play that. Is this a horror game? It is a horror game. Oh, it is? One night when Susan is on the verge of committing suicide, she is taken to an eerie place similar to Limbo, where being called the Queen of Maggots grants her immortality. The catch... She has to kill five psychopaths. What? From a genre perspective of the Cat Lady, it's a psychological horror title with lots of disturbing moments at its core, though it's much more than that as the developers found a way to take depression and loneliness and translate it into a game form flawlessly. Dude, what the hell? Like, I'm slightly intrigued, but like, this sounds like something I would stroll past on Steam. And it would make me stop, and then I'd just keep scrolling. Apparently, it's kind of close to a walking sim from the screenshots that I briefly looked at. And it's incredibly story-driven. Okay. All right, so obviously I don't have much input that I can make, because you two have to make the decision. 
right now we're at the 10 minute mark, so what do you think? Peaches. Come on. Look, Czar, I get that you're really in on this cat lady thing, but I want to expand JP's horizons here. <laughs> I mean, this is a deep ass story. It's a cat lady who's committing suicide. Who's going to feed the cats? Nobody. Cats will just eat you. If you die, the cat will eat you. Problem solved. Yeah, but then what do they eat after they eat you? There's so much of you that it'll last them a while, I'm sure. I don't know. Cats are pretty gluttonous. Come on. I don't know. My cat is not very gluttonous. My cat will eat until she's full and then she's done. This isn't about you, Peaches. It's about me. Find me love. What about, do you not care about my cat? What the fuck? He can fall in love with the cat lady. All right. Well, do we want to eliminate anything out of hand? So we've I've suggested two. You suggested one. Is there one that you think we should get rid of just right away? Okay. What were your games again? Mine were Risk of Rain 2 and Slime Rancher. All right. I want Slime Rancher. You want Slime Rancher in? Yes. Slime Rancher should be in. Okay. So right now it's between cat crazy lady extravaganza. It's cat lady. Cat lady extravaganza. She's not crazy. She's just sad. <laughs> and Slime Rancher. <laughs> Isn't she dead? Well, I mean, maybe. I haven't played the game. <laughs> oh, I thought you've played this game. No. I was just scrolling past, you know, articles. I just typed in uh, top 25 story-driven games. Can we eliminate Czar Game out of hand? It was number four. He hasn't even played it. I've played both of the games that I'm suggesting. That's not a rule. You didn't. You don't have to play the game that you're suggesting. That's not a rule. <laughs> like Tinder. <laughs> I don't know this game, but I'm going to dump it on JP. Maybe I'd really <laughs> enjoy it. Who knows? Zar doesn't know because he hasn't played it. <laughs> All I'm saying is on the top 25 list, it was number four and it's five dollars. Let me ask you this. What were the top three? It beat out The Last of Us. What? Yeah. On this list, <laughs> The Last of Us was like number seven and The Cat Lady was number four. What was number one? The Beginner's Guide was number one. What is like what what is the list you're reading off? Like what 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 unleashthegamer.com. I probably should have started with that because this is actually an article. You guys have two and a half minutes to pick a game. I, I read from unleashthegamer.com and it was an article by We are running out of time, Czar. Anywho, yes. That's <laughs> You got two minutes. What do you think, Peaches? Slime Rancher or or Cat Lady? Story or bubbly? Look. JP just got done playing Bug Snacks, and I feel like B Bug Snacks. I feel like we should keep him in the Bug Snacks genre, but I don't want to say genre, but like you know the Bug Snacks. I feel like Slime Rancher can be longer than a thirty-hour play playthrough. I I finished all I wanted to do in Slime Rancher in like twelve hours, and then I think I invested another five hours because I was having so much fun. I say I say Slime Rancher is much more up the alley of since JP just got done playing Bug Snacks. Let's keep him in that fun mood, you know? Okay, so if this... I, you've got a minute and 20 seconds left, but I'm telling you right now, if it's a game on the PlayStation 5, I actually tend to be more of a completionist than if I'm playing a game on Switch or PC. So Slime Rancher, you don't have to be a completionist. Slime Rancher is you just... You, you ranch these slimes until you have had your fill and then you're done. You guys got a minute? I say Slime Rancher. I'll go with Slime I'll go with Slime Rancher. Is it... I got to play Slime Rancher? You get to play Slime Rancher. JP's playing Slime Rancher. Yay! But you keep Cat Lady on your watch list. I'll think about it. I will I will lobby for Cat Lady once you play it and can actively recommend it. I am very biased. But it sounds sad. I don't like sad. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's super sad. That's all the article said. 
I'll play Cat Lady sometime in the summer, but now for now, all right, I am officially playing Slime Rancher next. Oh, you got a little bit of time left. Do you care what console I play it on? Nah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's it's Slime Rancher. You can play it on anything and have a good time. Fair enough. But my, my initial plan was to recommend Risk of Rain to both of you, so that way I could play Risk of Rain with both of you. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> it was a menage a trois! <laughs> was right! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! You gross! Alright, it is time for another one of us to go and find our love Ooh. for the, well, Ooh. for the week. Now it goes. Ooh. Can Zar go? Zar can go! Round two. I'm Zar. I'm a Tauros. Hi, Zar. <laughs> and I really like spoopy nights, late with headphones, getting the poop scared out of me. I absolutely hate stealth games. Don't even get me anywhere near anything where I have to worry about getting caught and restarting a level. Okay. I'm done with that shit. Yeah, you, you you don't like stealth games. That's right. I do not. Nope, nope, nope. I have an Xbox, PC, been really into the emulation game recently, emulating, you know, all those N64 games. Love my Switch, naturally. There's not much else you can go wrong. I'll play anything, if given the option. I don't like this tone. I know you're do I know you're going with the tone. <laughs> he's, going, he's getting kind of sultry. Ooh. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did in these game shows, though. It was like, uh, ooh, kind of voice. He's so he's playing the role. I'm sorry, I'm a Tauros. <laughs> Uh, what, what's your opinion on kissing the homies goodnight? I do like to kiss the homies goodnight. All right. Damn straight. I don't play well. I really don't play well. All right. What else can you tell us about some of your gaming habits? Well, I've been really into zombies. I do oh, like you don't the say. zombies. Uh, I'll play a, a really good platformer as long as the characters are, you know, bubbly enough like Spyro, Banjo, Donkey Kong, all that good stuff. I do like shooters. I've, I, I play Borderlands a lot. So, oh, yeah, you're a big Borderlands guy. OK, so kind of like how my top three were, you know, story characters, art style. What would you say your top three are? Um, I really I don't care about art style too much. I mean, I love Bethesda games after all. <laughs> Anything goes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sound. I do like a good track. Soundtrack. OK. Story. Um. I don't really care about the story as long as the gameplay can make up for it. I mean, you got games like Kingdom Hearts that did story and gameplay phenomenally. That depends on who you ask. I mean, that's that's <laughs> fair. Hey, have you guys ever noticed how many letters are in the name Kingdom Hearts? Well, it, it's 13 letters in Kingdom Hearts. And isn't the organization called like Organization 13 or something? Oh, organization yeah. 13. Technically, it was 14, but then Xion went through. Look, we don't have time for this. We All right, go ahead. Continue, Zar. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a bad game. Go ahead. No, that's not what he's... Ugh, keep going. <laughs> I will never say that. I love me some Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so really, so you like a good soundtrack. It's gameplay, right? So gameplay and soundtrack? Soundtrack like Doom, GTA, Saints Row. Those soundtracks were awesome. Ooh, Saints Row soundtrack is... Mwah. Yeah, I always find it neat when there's, like, actual bands that were in games, uh, you know, for the soundtrack. This is not a good example, because I hate COD, but that zombie map that Avenged Sevenfold did a cover for, mm -hmm. I find that really neat, and I like to play those. Okay, interesting. I've got two ideas. Okay, what do you got? Let's hear it. Number one, FTL Faster Than Light. What's that? 
Uh, I've talked about it before. It's like that game where it's like it's Oregon Trail, but like you have uh, Ooh, a lot more space Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's like space Oregon Trail, and like you kind of control the ship combat. So like you decide whether you're like if you get into a like combat situation, you decide. All right, I'm gonna shoot at their oxygen and see if I can suffocate their crew, or I'm gonna shoot at their weapons so they can't shoot back at me. That sounds way too complicated for Czar. Oh, it's actually <laughs> it's super easy. It is very very easy. It is so simple. Am I gonna but, have to memorize a bunch of keys? No, you can and you can pause as many times as you want. So it's like, all right, uh, I want to do this. Let me pause and like re and redirect what I'm what my ship is doing. It's literally okay, it's okay. it's entirely on a 2D plane. And mm-hmm. so it's like it's not like you're like maneuvering your ship around like dodging shit, you know. It's like, you know, it's like you just be like, "Hey, I want to shoot where their crew people are," and then your ship automatically will shoot where their crew people are. My second option is phasmophobia. Oh, I had a feeling you were gonna suggest I've, that. I've I would lobby very hard for Zar to play this game because I have a good feeling that he's going to enjoy it. Oh, scare the poop out of me. <laughs> I watched the trailer for that game. Now, for those that don't know, Phasmophobia is just a game where you're trying, you're going from like place to place and trying to figure out what kind of ghost, spirit, demon is haunting the place. And like it integrates with your mic so you can talk to the demon or spirit or what have you. And like you have to like find clues scattered throughout the place to figure out what it is. And you set up cameras. And oh, like that's you, fucked up. That it's gonna be talking right in my ear. You're going to be talking to it, and it's going to be talking to you. Oh, you man. can ask, you can directly ask a demon, Mister Demon. Tell me now, do you want some of my big pink cake? What? <laughs> and then it, it will say it has like a pre-registered thing that it might respond to you with, or like you, you can also ask it something normal, like what is your name? Interesting. That, that is really that game. The trailer that I watched was basically a video game based off of the life I wished I had because I've always <laughs> wanted to be a paranormal investigator and go into the be, being like ghost hunters like on travel channel. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to be real. I don't want to be like fake and scream at <laughs> a rat falling on the ground. Oh my gosh, I'm so startled right now. Oh, that was so startling. Dude, they literally peed themselves on that show. So are those uh, are those your two uh, suggestions those, then? Those are my two suggestions. Okay. Or Risk of Rain 2. So, or Risk of Rain 2. Risk of Rain 2. Is that the new Octopath Traveler? Ah, I really hope you guys don't say Octopath Traveler for me. Okay, no, I promise no Octopath Traveler. It's not a 30-hour playthrough. (laughs) Okay, Zara, I've got a couple of questions for you. Have you played Bendy and the Ink Machine yet? No. I Okay, so here's a few that I'm considering. I'm thinking... Um, Bendy and the Ink Machine, because that fits a lot of the criteria that Zara likes. It's a horror game. I honestly thought you were you were going to the next question you were going to pull is, do you have this game? Because my <laughs> next my next answer was going to be yes. <laughs> oh, you do. OK, so that's perfect because you have it. You heard you've heard me talking about it. It went on sale on Steam like yeah. weeks ago. And you wanted to play it because you heard me talking about it. And I got super obsessed with that uh, Build Our Machine song. Yeah, you did, and you haven't played the game? Nope. It's sitting right in front of my desktop, like right in the top middle. What the hell? Okay, so... Uh, too busy with Donkey Kong 64. Uh, bro! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And emulated banjo. Oh, how could I forget? Sorry. Dude, modded banjo is best banjo. I think Bendy and the Ink Machine has every aspect that Zar likes in a 
not just a horror game, but a game in general. The art style, like, I, he doesn't care too much about the art style, but I think for what it's worth, he's going to really enjoy it. But it's like, it's got the horror game aspects. Its soundtrack is so amazing, actually. He, hell, the song that he would not shut up about for a month and a half came from this game. <laughs> so Bendy and the Ink Machine is probably number one for me right now. Number two, I don't know if you've heard about it. It's a horror game called Darkwood. So I've only played it for 45 minutes, but it's a horror game that's got more of like a pixely type adventure. Um, You're kind of like, let me see if I can find the quick discussion board about it. Okay, you know what? Actually, I'm going to scrap Darkwood, not because I don't think it would be fun. It was kind of up in the air between that and Bendy because I wanted to offer something else. Now, when I originally came up with this game, the intention was that you play a game that you would not pick for yourself, right? And that's just the thing, is that he's literally picked this game for himself before. Have you ever played Undertale? I have not. Have you watched Markiplier play Undertale? I have. Okay, so I want to take Mark. I want to take Undertale off then too, because I genuinely well, I don't remember it, and I'm pretty sure he got like the beta version, like he was playing the very early, early version. Okay, I'm gonna throw Undertale in the ring then too, because I think you'd have a really good time with it, even though it didn't match all of your criteria. I think you'd be very surprised on how much you actually enjoy playing this game. Not to mention, it's cheap and it's short, and it's a really good time. I Ooh, I can get it on my Switch, too. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, for like $15, if that. Dope. And it's like, it's got amazing humor, and its soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks ever made in gaming. I will stand by that. Undertale's soundtrack is outstanding. Peaches, like, I guess I'm putting Benny in the Ink Machine and then Undertale on the table. For you, I really like Phasmophobia. What do you think of your list? So... If the goal is to do something that, like, Czar wouldn't normally pick for himself, Phasmophobia and Bending in the Ink Machine would both be something he would pick for himself. So what if we scratch both of those and do FTL and Undertale? Not necessarily. Shut up, Czar. <laughs> if Czar's like, well, <laughs> hold on, don't be so brash. No, I had no intention of buying Phasmophobia. Like, I knew it was super cool, but, like, I had no intention of buying it. So then I'll, I'll tell you what, I'd be willing to take Bendy and the Ink Machine off my my list then to leave it for Undertale for me. And then what about year two? Well, I, I, what I was saying, like, I feel like Czar would be more more likely to pick Phasmophobia than FTL. And, uh, you know, if we're here to broaden horizons, I think FTL is a perfect uh, horizon broadening game. OK, that's a good point. So right now is the argument between Undertale and FTL. That would be it. OK, so what are you thinking? So, Zar uh, said that he likes a story game. He doesn't like stealth mechanics. Um, it's more about gameplay than it is about art style. Now, FTL, has, the story only exists to get you to play the game. Like, the story does not matter. Um, okay. Now, Undertale is much more story-driven and might be more up Zar's alley. FTL is strictly as, like, I want to, you know... Go, I want to play Oregon Trail, but I want it in space and I want to shoot other I want to shoot other people's crews or I want to shoot their oxygen. And I want to watch their crew suffocate. <laughs> that does sound like a good time. I could die of space dysentery. Space dysentery. <laughs> space dysentery. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I think FTL is a very gameplay driven game rather than a story driven game whereas undertale kind of has a bit of both right like story uh, undertale has a bit of gameplay 
It's got those humor aspects built into the plot and it's very story driven, correct? Yes. And you know what? It's actually got a bit of a challenge to it, too, is what I like about Mm -hmm. Undertale. It's like you're like, what is this? It actually gets somewhat challenging. FTL is definitely very challenging as well. Yeah. Isn't the combat really weird? The combat's really weird, but it's so it's so incredibly creative and well done. It's not weird in a, oh, I don't want to play this kind of way. It's weird. Well, and it's like you have to keep your heart away from getting yeah. hit by things. Yeah. And like the heart changes based on like sometimes what you're fighting and stuff like that. The It's weird and more of a like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see what happens next kind of way. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Undertale that's really challenging for new players. It's so hard to let them have their own playthrough, right? And Markiplier found this out during his playthrough, too, because I say that the best experience with Undertale is you do a pacifist playthrough where you kill nobody. And then once you're done with that playthrough, you do another playthrough where you kill everybody because it's a very meta game. You know what I mean? In like the way that it messes with save files. Yeah. You've talked about it before. It's really incredible, and, like, I would only be able to recommend it to Czar if he'd be willing to play like that. What's funny is, by the way, we got a minute left, so he knows that Markiplier literally got bullied for the way he was playing the game, right? Because all these Undertale fanboys were like, oh, you're not doing it right! But the honest-to-God truth is they're kind of right, and I blame that on the game more than I do people who play it, but, like, Czar, would you be okay with literally not killing anything? on your first playthrough. And by the way, each playthrough of this game is like six hours, six to eight hours. Maybe. (laughs) That's not very promising. Well, you remember what happened when we played the Bad Dreams series on my Switch? Yeah. I instantly killed all the birds. We've got 20 seconds, Peaches. What do you think? Look, I'd be willing to settle for uh, Undertale if if that's where your heart's leaning. I think he would have a much better time than he thinks he's going to playing Undertale. I think the humor is really going to get to him, and I think so is the music. So I'm playing Undertale? Uh, Sounds like it's Undertale. All right, Zar, you are playing Undertale! Yay! Woo! I'm so excited. And you know what? Actually, if I were you, I know you're going to do it, but buy it for the Switch because they added a lot more content for the Switch. Oh, I was 100% going to buy it for the Switch. I've been looking for, like, nightly reading material, quote-unquote. <laughs> you know, something I just read in bed. All right, so we've done it. I got Slime Rancher. Czar, you've got some Undertale to look forward to. Peaches, I think it's your turn. Round three. Tell us about yourself, Peaches. My name is Peaches, and, uh, you know... If, if your game's good enough, maybe I'll let you suck my toes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, so, I mean, you guys hear me talk about it all the time. My favorite games are those story-driven RPGs, you know? The Witcher 3, Mass Effect. I love Cyberpunk. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. You know, I, I love these story-driven games, but I also get down with some competitive games, you know? I've, I've invested more time than I'd like to say into League of Legends. You got, like... a quite a bit of time into Rocket League now. (laughs) You know, the thing that I've been straying away from is those first-person shooter competitives as of recently. Not really into that whole aspect anymore as much as I used to be. Um, You know, for me, really, the thing that I find myself enjoying the most is a game that has a compelling story, great characters, and fun gameplay. You know, art style, soundtrack, you know, it's it's nice flavor, but I could do without them. Okay. Um... I'm going. I'm going kind of quick here. I don't really got a lot to say because I. I feel I'm a simple man. I. I felt that. 
<laughs> I'm a simple man. I have simple needs. Ha! Huh, I'm just a simple slime rancher. <laughs> you know, I'll, oh yeah, you know, I also, I've played Slime Rancher. I had a great time with that. I've invested 500 some hours into Stardew Valley. You already won with Slime Rancher. <laughs> you don't need to sell it more. <laughs> it already won. Poor Cat Lady. Cat lady. (laughs) Fuck cat lady. I know nothing about it. (laughs) Fuck cat lady. Yeah, so I guess if there's any questions you guys got, let me let me have it. Alright. Are you open to emulation? I feel like I am too stupid to emulate. But (laughs) do you own like what do you own? I got PS4, I got a Nintendo Switch. I gave away my Xbox One to my sister, so I don't have that anymore. Really? Um yeah. I mean, I wasn't using it. I got a PC. So yeah, PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. What I like about you and I, Peaches, is like, uh, we're really all the... We're pretty much on the same page when it comes to a decent story. Um, I don't know so much about, like, how much do you appreciate, like, artwork? If it's if it's the forefront and, like, you know, focal point of the game, like it is in Ori, I can appreciate it. But for me, usually that kind of stuff takes a backseat. I'm a tougher one to crack because I've played a lot. That's exactly yeah. the problem is anything that I'd be willing to like kind of throw out there. I think you've probably already played. Um, OK, let me ask you, what about platformers? How do you feel about platformers? Now, what do you what kind of platformers are you thinking? Are you talking like Mar- your Mario's? Because I played Mario Odyssey. I didn't love it. I'll throw this out here. Have you ever played Celeste? Uh, I have not played Celeste. I have looked at it a bit, though. OK, so just in case you didn't know, sorry, Celeste was actually from the amazing year in 2018 where all these incredible indies came out. And this was up for a couple of game awards. Um, I don't know how many it won, but it's kind of like a very challenging platformer with a really great art style and a cute little story. Not to mention, it's like, let me check and see how much it is. But I think that'd be a pretty solid pick. I want to say Celeste is like 20 to 30, but I don't mind going over. How do you feel about first person games? Um, I've played some first-person games. I've gotten down on some Wolfenstein. Uh, I haven't played Wolfenstein 2 just yet. Um, I've played... Uh, well... I don't really know. I think the last first-person game I played was Wolfenstein, actually. Okay. Uh, I guess the other game I got done playing recently was Valheim. Oh, yeah, you were raving about how great Valheim was. Yeah, Valheim was awesome. I'm looking forward to those updates, but... Um, I Oh, I've been playing Destiny 2 some. Do you like fast-paced, um... Are you, are you about to say Doom? No, <laughs> no, not Doom, no. I got something better in mind. It's a little bit longer than a 30-hour playthrough, but my suggestion is Dying Light. Ooh! You know, I've looked at Dying Light a lot. Now, does Dying Light have a story, or is that like one of those Minecraft-type yeah. games where you're just trying to... Oh, yeah, to... it's got a story. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, there's a, there's a big story, but you can honestly complete the story in, like... 15 hours okay yeah i mean i i again again this is more up to you guys like if you think i would like dying light you that i don't know about you jp but that's that's what i got dying light is a really good recommendation the thing that i guess is stopping me is i know how much peaches appreciates well i mean look he wouldn't talk about ori like games like ori right unless he really appreciated like the art style but of course it was also the gameplay that he really particularly enjoyed about Ori as he really thought it was perfect and that's kind of almost my hang up on Celeste a little bit is like 
it, by no means is it clunky. It's a pretty solid platformer, but it does take like a little bit to like master the controls, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Um, on top of that, I was also th thinking of maybe throwing dead cells in the mix as something like maybe he wouldn't normally pick for himself. Ooh, dead cells is a good pick. Because it's got, it's got a lot of the same points that I was going to make about Celeste. Uh, do you know what Dead Cells is, Peaches? It's kind of a... It's kind of a I think I've seen it. Isn't it a roguelike? Yeah, Dead Cells is a roguelike, and I know you don't tend to go for roguelikes, because there's, there's nothing more infuriating than, oh, I just spent 45 minutes playing this round, and oh, I died, and now I gotta start over. But trust me, it's a lot better than that. You gotta give it a few tries, but I think it's also got a lot of elements that he likes. That being said, okay. of, of my choices, I'd rather see him go with Celeste. What do you think of my choices are? I'm honestly pulling for Dead Cells. Just oh, really? Just completely out of left field. Yeah, on your list, I, I say Dead Cells makes it too. Dead Cells, I think, would be more definitely something that he would not pick for himself, which is the whole point of this game, right? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it's a really short game too and very cheap. Mm, that's fair, but I do really like Celeste. And I also really like Dying Light. Okay, I'm going to throw Dead Cells in over Celeste because I think that Dead Cells, I have more of a fight to put up against Dying Light with Dead Cells than I do with Celeste, so. Oh, definitely. And, pl and plus, like, then we're on the same playing field because we've both played. Oh, wait, you haven't played Dead Cells. Uh, no, I have not. All right, let the debate begin. I think I would rather see him play Dead Cells in this case because I, I I don't know I just think that like it's more matched up with like things that Peaches personally likes to see in games and there's a lot of different things like aspects of the game like artwork wise and story wise and character wise that he'd be able to appreciate about it is kind of like where I'm coming from I guess listen 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 Peaches is a simple man with ample amounts of free time yes <laughs> Dying Light story only takes 15 hours or so, but we could be introducing him to an entirely new life sim. This game, once you get in the rhythm of it, is so simple yet so satisfying, just lopping heads off, sliding under fences and electrifying them as you go, setting off explosive car traps, all good zombie killing fun. And it's so grotesque and beautiful. Also, how much, how much is Dying Light right now? It's usually on sale for like $8. Bro, a copy of Dying Light? I'm looking at Steam. It's $39.99. Oh. Oh, what? Sorry, bro. You can't use that Boo. one. Boo on you. Boo on you, Dying Light. You're I mean, an old ass game. <laughs> yeah. It, wow. I can't believe it retained its value so much. Although he's got a PS4. If you really wanted yeah, to can get it dirt cheap on console. Yeah, that's true. Because Vanilla Dying Light, I mean, it's got a shitload of updates that I think are honestly free, but the game itself has got to be like 20 bucks. No, even on PlayStation, it's on sale right now, but for $29.99. Sorry, man, I don't think... Okay, hold on. I'm. Okay, so I found Dying Light, the standard edition, on PlayStation 4 for $20. Ay. So, So you would be able to use that, but he would have to stick to PlayStation 4. And I'm actually going to use that as a little bit of fuel for my side here, because Dead Cells is You're like... You're going to crap on PlayStation? I'm not crapping on PlayStation. I'm crapping <laughs> on the way that this game has retained its value. Now, to be fair to you, that is a testament to how good of a game it is, because it is old. It's an old game, but 
it still it holds up, obviously. I don't know, though. I still just think that Dead Cells has more of what he likes. I mean, you're right. I don't really know Peaches as well as you do, but oh, Dying Light, man. I I think we can go with Dead Cells. Honestly, I, I, I want to play that game for myself, but everything I've seen about it is just amazing. So I guess my question, Peach, is have you played a roguelike before? Um, so I've played uh, Dark Souls, I think. Does Slay the Spire count as a roguelike? So the whole premise behind a roguelike is it's a game where you don't really win 100%. Rather, it's a game where you go through multiple rounds and when you die, you start over from like the beginning of the game and you just see how far you can progress every time. Hades is a roguelike. Right, and I've played uh, Enter the Gungeon, uh, which is a roguelike. How did you feel about it? Um, I wanted it to be co-op, so that's honestly the reason I didn't get more into it. Oh, okay. Would you be open to it, even yeah. if it was just a single player? Oh again? yeah, no, I've played tons of single player games. Like I, I bought Into the Enter the Gungeon because I thought it was a, a co-op thing, and so like if I had known going into it that it was mostly single player except for like local co-op, then that would have been totally fine. Interesting. Just fine if I if if I had gone into it thinking I'm playing a single player game, like none of us are playing none of us are playing these games together. So chances are I'm going into these as a single player game. So if I were to get Dead Cells or Dying Light, I would be playing it by myself, even though I think Dying Light does have co-op, right? Dying Light has co-op and competitive multiplayer. It's a effect called Be the Zombie, right? And if anybody's in your party, you jump into somebody else's game like you invade their game and try to kill them right okay. so here's the thing i either, either way i'm going to be playing these games single player and i know that going in so i'm looking right now at steam and i say i see the buy dead cells bundle where you buy dead cells and all four of its current dlcs for like 25 20 bucks yeah but what if he doesn't fall in love with this game what if he hates this game that's a big commitment Four DLCs. I mean, four DLCs for twenty bucks. Whereas, like you know, Dying Light has however many DLCs, however many DLCs Think for of like all that wasted bucks. content. I don't know. This is actually a pretty tough sell either way. Um, Zar, weren't you leaning more on the Dead Cell side for a second there? I was, but then I remembered how great Dying Light is. <laughs> and Peaches hasn't experienced that greatness. Well, how much time is there left, JP? Two minutes. We might get into uh, uh, Octopath Traveler fuck you rules where it turns out to be Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shit. I would be okay with Celeste. Do you want to left field this, JP? Bro, you want to go with Celeste over, like, you'd even be willing to put that over fucking Dying Light? Due to Octopath Traveler fuck you rules, anything goes. It's almost like Zar keeps forgetting that he's fighting for Dying Light. Because I'm like, you want to do this over <laughs> Dying Light? And he's like, oh, wait, yeah, I've got Dying Light. <laughs> no, I was just thinking we can't do that to him. He's just mad about it. We don't have to punish him for it. Dying light. Dying light. You guys got a minute. Uh, yeah. Dude, it's got RPG. It's it's all RPG. You upgrade your weapons. You find dope ass weapons. There's a Left for Dead pack that's free right now. And you can play as Bill and build Noam Chomsky as a two handed weapon. You know what? I capitulate. Peaches, I think you should play Dying Light. Dying Light! Alright. And you guys should play it with me. Dying Light is your game, Peaches. Alrighty. Um, Just so you know, I am just going to get it on Steam because it's easier for me. Would you rather drop the extra coin? You can do that. Yeah, I mean, 
We're trying to keep it cheap for you guys. I mean, I I got a I got a little extra coin to spend to dish it out so I can stay on my PC. All right. So at the end of this dumb game that I created a long time ago, I am going to be <laughs> playing Slime Rancher, which I'm going to look into purchasing right now. Uh, and then you two schmucks are playing uh, Undertale. Oh yeah, we picked Undertale. It's like Zara, what did we pick for you again? So you've got Undertale, and Peaches, you've got Dying Light. Now we've got three fantastic games here. The game plan is. There's technically a part two to this segment where we come back together and talk about the games that we each got assigned. So, so stay tuned, stay tuned, because that's probably going to be like two ish weeks from now where we actually get around to doing that. But I can't wait. I feel like we all got assigned some really good games. Well, I'm going to I'm going to just, you know, turn the lights down low, maybe light a few candles. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, have some alone time with Undertale. Undertale has alone time with you. Let's get this. <laughs> oh, no. Just wait until you. I, I'm not going to spoil anything. Wait till you wait till you get to Tem Village. All I'm going to say, that's my favorite part of the game is Tem Village. <laughs> and as soon as you find it, text me. I will. I will. Next time we do this, we got to do it in a much more like trashy way. Like, you know, in a much more next way, you know? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, next was great. Uh, we we got to just trash this up a bit so it feels a lot more like one of those trashy uh, dating shows. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we're going to Jerry Springer this bitch. Hell yeah. Maybe. Smash a chair. <laughs> Mari, you are not the father. Whoa. What? Fastest cameraman in television. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're saying I don't have to pay child support? Oh, you're paying child support. all right guys with that uh go play your games i'll play mine too and we'll reconvene well i mean we'll do our next week's episode obviously but we'll talk about this specifically in about a couple weeks we got something special next episode but we can't talk about that right now but it's extra juicy sure does so make sure you stay tuned for next week and in the meantime thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the game tea podcast we'll see you in the next episode you just got your love tea. You. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Should I redo that? No, it's no, perfect. It's not, it's just a, yeah, no, that's great. All right. <laughs> Bye. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.